Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope, giving the whole heart to God, part four, that I may fear you, that I may fear your name, Psalm 86 verse 11, New International Version. Today we are looking at David's reason for asking for an undivided heart. What is his reason? He wants to fear God's name. Do you fear God's name? How does one fear a name? In the Hebrew, in the ancient Hebrew, a name is a representative of one's character, of one's position, of one's achievements or transition in status. We see the different names of God that are given as a result of experiences he has taken his people through. Judges chapter 6 verse 24 And Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and named it Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. The altar remains in Ophrah in the land of the clan of Abiezer to this day. We also see person's name being changed as a result of experience that they have been through or a change of their status. Genesis 17 verse 5 Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. We also see Genesis chapter 32 verses 26 through 28 And he said, Let me go. For the day breaketh, and he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince thou hast power with God, and with men, and hast prevailed. The Hebrew word Shem means name, character, reputation, fame, glory. And the word yare means to fear, revere, be afraid of, to stand in awe of, to be awed, honor, or respect. To fear God's name means to stand in awe of his character, to give him reverence and honor, to give, to give him reverence and to honor his name. It means to live in a way that would reflect his holiness and truth. When we live contrary to his will, we misrepresent his character and dishonor his name. As his dear children, because of our love for God and our respect for him, our lives should be lived to his glory and to please him in every way. Especially in these last days, when secularism and materialism and hedonism seem to be the spirit that moves the world, Christians need to show clearly in their lives the true fear of God and be messengers of hope in calling young and old to fear God and give glory to Him. For the hour of His judgment has come. Revelation 14, verse 7. We must call people to worship God. But before we can do that, we need to be worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Worship is not just an event that we go to on, a, to on any specific day. Worship is a lifestyle. If there is not a lifestyle of worship, 
then the worship events are all meaningless. Is there something in your life just now that is preventing you from fearing God the way you ought? Is there something that is preventing you from giving him the worship he deserves? What are you going to do about it? Will you let it remain or will you have it removed? What will you allow to come between you and your Savior? My friends, let us fear God and let us worship him in spirit and in truth. O oh God, we praise your holy name. We honor you, Lord, because you are good to us. You have not treated us according to the number of our sins, nor according to how we truly deserve. Please give us the heart to fear you, to serve you faithfully, and to give you true worship. Through Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.